Gentlemen by Choice on CliffCentral.com. And it's about that time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a weird way to introduce the show. <laughs> Clearly, somebody hasn't been on the desk in a while. You know what you I mean? Know, I, I Where's feel, the theme song, bro? Like, I, I was like, so looking forward to it already. No, I realize I, I was coming here to say hi to you guys. How are you guys oh, doing? You guys okay? Such yeah. a rebel, this guy. Hey, <laughs> why? Have, why? Rules for who? We have for built what? this thing for weeks on end. We have built the foundation. And then know? he comes and greets us in a falsetto. Hey, bro. <laughs> what kind of greeting is this? Tragic. Hey. Guys, I had the longest day of my life and it's only like 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. I'm finished. But I mean, enough about me. Um, this is my choice theme song. Hello. Wait, what time is it? Well, it's 12 o'clock. What day is it today? It's Thursday. You know what time it is? It's time for Gentlemen by Choice. Yeah, baby. That sounds a lot better. I like Shut that. Up. Oh my god, that's what I'm talking about. You see, now I'm reading this stuff. I'm reading. Yeah. It. yeah. I have no idea what I just. Okay, can you do it too? Like, okay, you, you heard okay. me do it. Like, what's your version of it? One, two, one, two. <laughs> okay, you suck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Not everyone can do this. Oh lord, that was uh, that was great. That was beautiful. I'm like beyond rusty. I don't even know what to call myself. <laughs> that was beautiful, bro. Wow. Okay, guys, let's pretend like that never happened. Anyway, how is the week? What's going on? Hey man, loving, uh, doing things. Uh, I feel like Wes has stuff to share. Let me let Wes share first. I have things to share. Okay. Um, let me think. Well, I mean, weren't you in fun the Bell Park? Recently? Yeah, bro, I was in fun the Bell Park, but that 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 one. Um, it, it's a bit of both. It's a highlight and there, there's a bit of a low light to it as well. But yeah. I think, let me just talk about the highlight part. I mean, I had to go and do, um, a sports dinner at my old high school. Yeah, man. That, that was pretty cool. I mean, all the guys that are sporting legends were there. I mean, I met Penny Haynes, guys. That's so cool. Shucks, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's the on TV, man. Man, I met Penny Haynes, bro, the great Olympian swimmer. I mean, yeah, she's man. a Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. And just to hear that the, the things that they go through to get to the level that they're on, you know, it's actually quite amazing. Mm. And I mean, she, she's faced quite a lot of obstacles and there were times that she'd be super lonely because I mean, now you are in a foreign country and you you training for months on end. Yeah. And interesting thing that we don't really know about people in the Olympics and so on. You know, it's so easy to judge someone uh, at a bad performance at the Olympics, but you don't know what they went through for three to four years leading up to the Olympics. You know, there, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, so yeah. many sacrifices and, and so much growth that happens and uh, character building that's necessary for you to even get to that level. Mm. And um, I mean, we... Then we go and judge a person based on, let's say if it was Usain Bolt and he didn't run a good race. Oh, we, one we mistake him, they made, dog. We judge him based on nine seconds. Meanwhile, he's been living three years trying to perfect that nine seconds. Yes, bro. It's That's quite deep. So her story must have been so deep. Bro. Yeah, I mean, one of the main messages she had was, you know what, run your own race in life. Yeah. What Something that happened to her, there was, the, there was this um, great Olympian swimmer that was... Um, uh, around in her time and which was a lady that, that was really swimming well at the, around that that time and um she she was swimming in the lane right next to her and in the heat before that uh, she had actually um came second um penny haynes had came, come second and this lady was was first yeah and um now 
uh, here's her opportunity. People are telling her she's going to win gold. She's going to win. She's going to win. And she's not sure. You know, she's, she's, she's hoping. But, um, she says she remembers, um, getting ready. Then they said, set, go. And then, you know, she jumps in and then, um, how they, how they swim is they're not really looking around yeah. and stuff. They're actually counting strokes and they're counting breaths and all sorts of things. So she's like, I went down. Then I'm like, one, two, three, four, one, two. Um, so she's doing her own straight thing. And, yeah, she was doing her own thing. And she says, as she came up for the first time in the corner of her eye, not, not intentionally, but she caught sight of this big rival, right? Yeah. And she was just a little bit ahead of her. And then in that moment, she just panicked. And then, um, as she panicked, she, she scrambled and then she, mm-hmm. Took the first, the, the, you know, the, the first stroke too soon. Then the second stroke too soon. Then the whole body just got tense. Yeah. And then she was, she was now, she had forgotten, like she, she had lost all count of what she was doing. She didn't even know where, where in the pool she is. And then, you know, one stroke just led to the other. All of a sudden she came sixth. Yo. Yeah. That's super, because she focused bad. on somebody else. Just for that split yeah. second, focusing on someone else's race instead of yours. Yo. And then, the three years hard work, three years of sacrifice. And this was before she ever won gold, by yeah. the way. This was still leading up to it. And here she is, and she doesn't quite make it. And mm-hmm. actually, she says at that time she wanted to cry, and it was, you know, quite emotional. Her parents were right up there uh, watching, and so she didn't want to cry. So she just bit her lip, and then she was just walking strong. But she had told herself that she's retiring. She's yeah. like, I'm retiring. Uh, I think sixth place is, be- this is the best any South African has ever done anyway. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. And she was really, she had made up her mind. She's going to go back to varsity, retiring from the sports thing. And I mean, she, we would have never known her as yeah. a legend. And there are just certain things that kept her going. I mean, uh, you know, her parents had a chat with her and mm. a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of motivation came in from different angles, yeah. but, um, you know, leading up to who she is today. But, you know, one of the messages was really just live your own, um, or run your own race, mm. which is pretty, pretty amazing for me as well. And I think that that's something that we, we should do as, you know, as young people as well. It's very easy to compare yourself to somebody yeah. else, but once you really focus on running your own race, you don't need to concern yourself yeah. with what's happening around you. And that's when you excel, right? Yeah. And I mean, a couple of other cool things that were happening, uh, there at the Funnabel Park in my old high school is, uh, yeah. um, I met a couple of my old friends. Now these guys are also now rappy legends and things like that. Oh, not legends yet, but they, they icons right now. Yeah. So one of my close friends, Stefan DeVitt, we played Craven Week together yeah. back in my high school days. He played for, he's playing for the Lions right now. And they oh, won shout. the Curry Cup and yeah, stuff, right. unbeaten record. So, I mean, he was there, Franco Mare, he's, he's playing for the, um, the Sharks right now. Mm. And I mean, it was so cool. And then now I'm there too. So it was like, you know, Sesh. good. We played in the same team, all three of us. Yeah. And here we are now back here and not everyone is invited. You know, it's just certain. I was invited as the MC. They were invited because they were sports heroes right now. Yeah. And here's now people buying wine bottles, coming to us for autographs. Now, I, I, I never, never imagined when I left school that I would be back here a few years later and come to come to give autographs mm. to some of my school teachers. And Shucks. I was like, what? What? Legendary status <laughs> right there. Legendary Yo. levels. <laughs> so that was like, whoa, whoa. I, I'm, yes. What? I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think back. I was with someone, one of you two, yeah. when you guys signed an autograph. Who was it? Yeah, when I you think signed the first 
autograph. I think it was on campus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was me. Yeah. yeah I, think it was I think so. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> That's when we were like, whoa. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, man. It's, it's some crazy stuff. You know, sometimes these are not things that you, you think of initially, but, yeah. um, but it's, it's just great, you know, to, to get to, you know, build, who you are as a person and until right. people start to to appreciate. So mm. that's pretty cool. Yes, you brother, that was a, such a long yeah. highlight that I don't even know if there's time for the circle. <laughs> no, I think I'm used to Weza. Yeah. Like I've I've got it now. Weza will paint you the picture. Tell the story, <laughs> bro. He will tell the story, he will paint the picture. No no the sky was blue. No, no, there was a bit of clouds. It wasn't really that like. I think you, know, you got that like, from your mom, didn't you? It bro? was just really. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Because I know my mom does that, eh? She paints the it's picture. It's the art of storytelling, paints guys. A picture. That's what radio is about. We All need to right, be able Rizzo. to make okay. a person envision exactly what happened. You know, that, that's what Gareth said. You and guys were not taking notes, were you? You were recording. Said. I was taking notes. That's what so Gareth clearly. Said. <laughs> no, I'm no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Actually, you know, while he's explaining, he's telling yeah. the story of explaining this, this thing of the art of storytelling so that's yeah. proper my hell of the week is uh-huh. nice short and sweet um, yeah it's just a good time to be alive man opportunities Done. are coming their way yeah and i'm um, appreciating it every every opportunity that's coming up uh, there's a lot of things in the pipelines uh yeah. maybe we shouldn't talk about them as yet but oh, yeah? trust me the bright future oh my goodness i'm actually quite excited just to, to hear that yeah man i wonder what it is <laughs> shucks i must tell you guys that uh you you guys always put me under pressure. Like it's it's great to have friends that are that are doing big things. Yeah. So much so that you 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 feel intimidated. Like shucks, I gotta do something, man. I I can't stay behind. So what happens is we actually end up always pushing each other yeah. to you know to excel. I, I I mean I remember just you you chill for a little bit and then all of a sudden the <laughs> is on a newspaper or and you're like ah oh, man I gotta work harder yeah, and then you chill yeah. for a little while then some people is like oh I just got a Kia for free I'm like what <laughs> no <laughs> so you know what it's it's great because that's the it, power it, of the circle eh? it, yeah a good circle I mean yeah. they say that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with and it's very important to be intentional about who mm. you surround yourself with and then as those people make progress. You see the need to make progress as well. Yeah, we grow together. That's mm. the biggest thing. I like right? to call myself the proud gatekeeper. <laughs> okay, guys, can I be your friend? Who are you? What is it then? Who does that actually? That's actually. No. No. Uh, what, value that. what value are you adding? What value are you adding? What's your value proposition? No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a proof of, proof of concept. Where's the proof, proof of concept? Of concept. <laughs> this guy. I think I want to say we're playing, but we're really not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, my highlights. Um, Hasn't come yet. Boat trip. That's going to be my highlight. Oh, yeah? Shucks. So, guess what, guess what my, my driver's name is? Uh, <laughs> Alfred. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> what? My oh, my gosh! Wait. I can't believe I got that! Alfred? Why Alfred? Like, because Batman? Batman's Bruce Batman. Ah, uh, come on! Are you, are you an... Oh, my gosh! All I miss is like the Batman oh. on his dance. Oh. Is this going to be a costume party? Are you going to come in a costume? <laughs> no, I'm I saw your poster. You had like a captain's hat Captain on. Le yeah, so yeah. Captain Le Sichel's That's boat what, cruise. Wow. Like the company. Like <laughs> the company designers that work there. I promise. Like I thought that was like, your idea. I think yeah. it. No, I it was, it was no. never your idea. No, it was never. So let really? me say what happened. Let me okay. say what happened. It was actually a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it was it was it's actually innovation awards. So yeah, yeah. In the company, right? They take like the top ten innovative guys, or the top ten innovative projects, and like, mm. they they take you off to trips or they send you overseas, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it was one of those things. Yeah. And I thought it was only happening in March, actually, and it only happened. It happened to happen now, like during this month. Well, so. that's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some good times. 
Fantastic. Right? Yeah, man, it is. It just <laughs> kind of came at short notice. Like, yes, it did because everyone is writing exams. I mean, if I listen and, to my and, previous and podcast, you said end of sometime the month, end of the month. Yeah. So Today's <laughs> podcast says it's Saturday. Exactly. Ah, this yeah. is why. I'm so sorry because like, I literally, uh, myself and Cabello, my business partner, we, we had planned it for like, you know, when exams were done. Mm. And the company was like, no, 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 no you guys need to because we're, we're actually going to Mozambique and Kenya. Yeah. When are um, you guys going there? Next month Oh shit Yeah so that's why We couldn't put it then So the guys were like No we have to get it Out the way now So we're yeah. like Okay cool fine Let's get it done But sucks Our diaries are kind of Packed this weekend Everybody's diaries packed dude. Yeah Yeah man But that's 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 the sign of good growth Yeah I know If yeah. your diary's not packed There's something wrong <laughs> <laughs> Like why are you chilling <laughs> Why are you chilling Get Actually, your life I, I, I must say that I've gotten so used To being so busy That when I have Time to myself mm. Or just time th- Idle time I feel so guilty Like oh no What am I supposed to be doing I can't just be sitting here my life is just going by. What what's wrong? What I are feel you like doing I'm wasting wrong? my life, yeah. You know, I I have that feeling sometimes. Yeah. That's a good one. I always think there's something I'm forgetting. Yeah. I'm like, who did I not call? Yeah, I, what miss- I, what meeting am I missing? You end up taking your phone, checking your emails like is <laughs> there a, an appointment I'm missing? What what happened? <laughs> How I can I have so much time? No, but it's good though also yeah. to find rest. What I do, I'm very intentional with my Sundays. I'm like, yeah. nah, I'm not doing anything on Sunday, bro. Because <laughs> mm. I'm by Sunday I'm pretty wrapped up. I'm tired, you yeah. Know? So it's it's good to find the time to rest. But hey, bro, I know that feeling of just watching your life and f- making it—it yeah. f- feels like it's going by, and you're like, yeah. "I should be doing something. What the hell am I not doing?" Like, mm. No, I mean, relaxation is very important. I, I, there's a, there's a saying my mother always um, used to say. There was this man who was, um, he had a saw and he was just trying to get this tree to to fall off, you know. Mm. So he was just cutting at the tree for a long time. I think like five hours later, this wise man walks past and he says, "Hey, man." Y- I see you quite busy there. How long have you been? How, how long have you been trying to get the street down? And he says, "Ah, oh man, it's been long. It's been almost like five hours now." And he says, "Why don't you just sharpen your saw?" And he's like, "I don't have time to sharpen my Shucks, saw." Yeah, you get that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens sometimes. I mean, if if you don't take out the time to just sharpen your senses, sharpen your your brain, your mind, your body, and then get back into the grind, mm. you might actually be going at. 60 or 40 or even 30 percent mm. um meanwhile your potential can actually go up to 90 or even 100 percent yeah know? no that's true mm. i think one thing that i actually want to talk about once we've uh, now we've gotten our highlight of the week all in dust and du- done and dusted right yeah. yeah i i know you said you had a low light for the week but maybe we should yeah. just wrap like last 15 yeah. minutes we'll hit the the, the low right. light of the week my biggest question to you guys is um what does it mean to be a gentleman in 2015 because i uh, i hear a lot of uh that chivalry is dead and there's uh, a lot of things out there that's that are really standing up for women's rights and all of that and it's good and fair and all of that but what does it mean to be a gentleman in our age and what does it mean to stand up as a guy in our times you know it is you know long story short right guys are douches no it's true like it it is what it is like heavy (laughs) heavy douches and it's it's pretty difficult to be around a circle of douches and be the only guy to say listen guys Maybe what we're doing is not all right. Or yeah, maybe, because they're gonna tear you apart. You're or right. us, maybe, or maybe us whistling at that hot chick that literally just walk past is not all right. It's it's those little things because really now to stand up against um you know we call it peer pressure. It's not the easiest thing to do. So for me personally, it's just going against the grain. Yeah, bro. I, I think that's the toughest part because 
you're trying to be this type of individual and that's where the power of the circle comes in, right? Yeah. Mm. Because that circle really needs to be a group of guys that aren't going to tear you down to pieces just yeah. because you have an opinion. But yeah. Wizzo, what's your opinion, bro? Well, I think I remember having a chat with uh, Rosie Mutene. I think we interviewed her not too long ago and yeah. she was, you know, she was saying that what she likes about what we're doing is there there's there's a there's a lot being done for the girl child in, yeah. in in South Africa in terms of take a girl child to work, um, woman empowerment and this lady's talking, you know, all sorts of things. But then, um, so much so that there's now a gap in the young men sector. Yeah. Whereas there's, you know, there's, there's nobody saying, Hey guys, let's go this way. Let's, let's build our characters being people who are like this and like that and like that. Mm. And I think, um, more than just being a gentleman, actually also what we need to look at is being a black gentleman mm. in South Africa because this is something that has not really been defined properly yet and we, we don't quite know where to, how to. You, where do you draw the line, you know? You know, there are certain things. I mean, we, um, some of us are easily, um, copying Western culture with, uh, let's say hip hop. Yeah. Um, culture of, I know these shawties, man. Yeah, these girls ain't lawyer, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, dog. man, twerk, twerk, twerk. <laughs> All these things. <laughs> and, and there's nothing, you know, they, I mean, I mean, who, who, who do you look up to as a young person? Well, I went on Jay-Z, J. Cole, Drake, um, Lil Wayne, um, American guys. Let's try to think South African. I don't know how many people look up, but I mean, Casper Nuvest is doing some really great stuff oh, in terms stuff, of yeah. being, yeah. you know, a dreamer and going after his <laughs> dreams. Um, aka, he, uh, okay, uh, aka is having a time <laughs> of his life right now. He's not, not doing so well. But I mean, these guys, sometimes, I mean, you, you are, let, let's try and see away from hip hop, who else do you look up to? Now it starts to become like sure. now the numbers start to decrease. You're like, Ish, yeah. um, who else, who else is there? And there's not enough people in the spotlight doing really great things and not doing bad things at the same time that kind of overshadow these good things. I mean, Lil Wayne has funny lyrics. Jay-Z has lyrics of him hey, um, making drugs back when he was growing up. Yeah. So um, even that, I mean, it's a great example now of a man who's made it and is powerful and stuff, but he, ha he doesn't have a fairy tale story of how he made it all clean. Yeah. And um, the guys like Zuckerberg and so on are not really the... They're, they're not really... Well, first of all, they're not black. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, secondly, they're not, uh, they're not that out there in your face. It's more like, ah, some nerds yeah. that they're minding their own business, bro. They're not here to inspire you or be somebody. They're just trying to make money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also you can't relate to them because yeah. the, the culture is so vastly different. Exactly. So what we, what we need to do is, is pioneer a new generation of the black gentlemen. Um, let's start it off as the black gentlemen of South Africa, the black gentlemen of Africa. Yeah. And, what should we be standing for? What are some of the things we need to be doing? I mean, what we're doing right now with, let's say, Unplugged and Encharged and we're doing these young motivational speaking engagements and leading ladies seminars. And these are things that, that are not, it's been a gap. It's, I mean, it's older people that have been doing it, but 40 year olds don't but really relate to 20 year olds. And there's nothing there that's there for the youth specifically. I think the biggest thing is it, it never existed. And you know, yes, yeah, shocking statistics like, um, 70% of households of newborn babies last year didn't have a father in them. So the yeah. father was either n like absent truly mm. or he was there, but he really wasn't there. 
Wow, yeah, that's he was big. You see, seventy percent. That's that's crazy <sighs> stuff. So, like, I mean, you need to be a gentleman not only for yourself and your close family, but you need to be an example for people out there. And I mean, now just talking psychology, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, go down in uh, um, in ladies, the way they behave, the way they think, and um, a lot of the, those things have to do with the role their fathers played yeah, growing bro. up. And this is actually deep stuff. Like, I I, I I've been spending quite some time, you know, trying to understand ladies. Yeah, I, I have not really fu- fulfilled my quest. <laughs> I am still, I am, I'm still, I am still on this journey. <laughs> but there's, you know, there's a lot of understanding that comes with listening. You know, yeah. just getting to just listen a bit more than you normally do. Just have conversations that are very deep, and find out. What roles the fathers or the male figures played in this in this lady's career mm. or in this lady's life growing up, and then you, you you start to notice that there's a bit of a trend, as if the if the father didn't really play a good role, there was not love. You know, a, a, a man. I, I I remember we were at Sasol the one time, and then we were just having a conversation as young people, and yeah. and I said. Yo, I think it's difficult raising daughters. Like, yo, I think I'd rather yeah. just have boys. Girls look like they're uh, hard work. Yeah, hard yes. work. And then the guy, the man who was listening to our conversation, he's a bit of an, a seasoned gentleman. And he said, actually, it's easier to raise girls than guys. Boys, boys don't know what they want. Boys are like, boys, you can give them everything and they will still go out and do crazy things. That's with genius, girls. <laughs> then he said, with girls, all you need to give them is love. Shucks. Just Love them. Like if you love them, he was now a father. He's talking from being a father and he said, you must just give them love. You know, if you love her, love her and then she won't go looking for it anywhere else. If she's getting all the love at home, she yeah. is going to repay you because that's all, all she wants. She'll be grounded. Yo. That all she wants and needs, bro, because that's when she realizes her identity and her worth in her father. Then she won't know? settle for these 2% guys out there on the street. 10 percenters. Yeah, 10 yeah. percenters. So that, that's, that's remarkable stuff right there. And now the 70% stat that you're talking about means that, I mean, because guys, guys can, can go by without that father love thing. Mm. I mean, they could do with some father guidance, yes, yeah. but the father love thing, maybe not so much. Mm. But now the girls need that father love thing because otherwise they're going to settle for these 10 percenters. Oh, they might not understand their worth yeah. and they, they, um, you know, they, they, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things now. There's a lot of dynamics that could lead to, you know, a, a person not being valued as much as they should be. Which is what's been happening now. Yeah. You know what's so yeah. hectic? Because you just said that all they need is love, right? Something mm. so simple. Yeah. But if they don't get that something simple, it complicates everything. It complicates everything. Now, imagine this. This is like a, a, a crazy wheel um, because the lady... Well, here's, she's part of the 70%, right? Yeah. She was a, a kid, grew up without a father. Now she lacks that love. Like little Wayne says, how to love. You know, mm. she never really understood. <laughs> yeah. I think little Wayne actually knew what he was writing when yeah, he wrote that. Yeah. Anyway, here she is. And now, you know, there's that gap of, you know, I, I need someone to fulfill that love part in that, that my dad didn't fulfill. Yeah. And now, uh, any nigger that's just, you know, giving some sort of attention and he looks like he's caring. Obviously, maybe he's just got the end goal in, in mind and he, this whole, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to you thing is just, you know, to just yeah, fast forward. It's a facade, bro. Yeah. So, so now, um, here's, here's the other side of the coin. 
the the boy also didn't grow up with a father figure. He's also part of the seventy percent. Yeah. So he doesn't quite know how to treat women exactly. right because he never really saw that example from his mother and father. And now he also grows up thinking, oh, well, I just wing it, man. I, I, I. So when when will the savior really come in this picture? When will the girl really find if? All she's stuck with, I mean, 70% of the guys five to 10 years from now mm. don't have a father. And um, so they don't know how to treat you right. It's a vicious cycle. That's what and you're saying. You also, you also need the perfect guy to know how to treat you right. Otherwise, you look like you don't know what you want. Exactly. And how do you treat a girl properly if you don't know, if you don't see an example from a father or something? You need to yeah. realize things like that also. Can mm. I put a spell in the works here, though? As usual, yes, you can do so. <laughs> <laughs> do you need both parents to raise um, a well, sound-minded child? Do you need both parents? Is it a need? Okay, um, let me go into it first, and then Wizard will yeah. de- will develop the story afterwards. Right. Mm. Um, so, I think the mother and the father babe play pivotal roles both equally mm. the mother is a nurturer right at the beginning so in your foundation years you need somebody to look after you and to take care of your needs mm. so that's critical in growing up and becoming becoming uh, becoming a person you know mm. but then i think for guys specifically because i actually read a book it's um called wild at heart the journey to a man's heart it talks about how uh, it talks about how a guy really finds his identity first of all in his father and it's in Talking to his father And engaging with his father And doing little things Like spending Mm. time The smallest piece of time Mm. And how that fundamentally Shapes you into becoming The person you're supposed to be So definitely I think It's critical But it's actually sad To see that nowadays That that's not what it is So So basically you're saying You do need both parents Yeah you do But there must be Some other form of way Of uh, growing up then You need some other Type of parent So maybe a godfather Mm. Or something Along those lines To bring you up as well You need You need those roles In place To ensure proper growth Where's that? Yeah I think well, if you if you look at how we how we started speaking, how we started walking, it's been a monkey see, monkey do type of thing. Mm. Yeah. And eventually, you 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 as you grow, and now you're in puberty, then you you grow into adult into adulthood. You kind of need an example of, well, I saw him do this. I think maybe this is the type of way to do certain things. I saw my mom, um, you know, submit to my father in this way. So, as a lady, I know that. I need to be in a relationship where I know my my role, and I also know when it's too much. Like when I see that ah, uh-uh, you you being now too too dominant, mm-hmm. I can also say no no no, that's too much. So there there's a uh, it's it's it serves as a good benchmark to say at least I've seen things done this way, yeah. so I can also more or less live up to that. It might not be necessarily the only way, but mm-hmm. it it is the most ideal. But uh, now we've had to make do with whatever we have exactly. so it's not impossible to grow up with without mm-hmm. and still be a well, well a success, yeah. rounded person. person but you will need um something to to look to look at as an example so you might want to uh you know when you visit the um parents i mean when you visit friends and you see their the relationships the mother and the father have yeah. there to just take a, a two cents from from their relationships and to to understand how you're supposed to react or how you're supposed to behave in your setting as well growing up but that's so, a continual mind mind shift because yeah. you need to take yourself from being a victim of your circumstance to rather 
seeing and understanding. And that's deep. Eh? That's mm. uh, That requires a lot. So I, I hear what you guys are saying. I do hear what you guys are saying. And uh, that's why I asked, like, is it funny? Okay, is it a need um, to have both parents? Yeah. My view is no. Because then comes the whole um, debate versus nature versus nurture. Right? So if I ask you now... Um, why are we engineers? Why did why are we engineers and the rest of our our friends didn't make it out of high school? You know, or or why is it that? Because um, you know, in in okay, in African households, it says it, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And if a lot of families in South Africa, it's usually like a village of women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And a lot of the time, the the mother has to play both the father figure and the mother figure, and then you get to corporate and you see both both. You'll see the same thing. So you'll see very strong women having to be very nurturing when they have to be, mm. and having to be um, having to um, display brute uh, force. Yeah, uh, when they have to, which is not their place. It's out of their character, but they have to do it. I see what you're saying, Lisako. But then you need to realize that then women will forever be nurturing and men will just grow up and where do the men go eventually? Yeah, like, where do they go? Do they go, go on some holiday <laughs> cruise? Like, I don't yeah. They go on a cruise and like... <laughs> they chill with each other <laughs> the gentleman by choice. You're <laughs> 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 crazy. <laughs> so, what, what you see, it, it's quite taxing on a, on a lady yeah. to, to fulfill both roles. It's not impossible. Just like how it's not impossible for a man to also fulfill both roles. I mean, exactly. if you remember, Odirile was here, um, and, and, uh, he, she was not actually the only person. There was also another lady that we had as, uh, and that we had interviewed Danielle. as well. Yeah. And, um, she grew up with, you know, with just that father figure that was a strong father. Yeah. And, um, even the other, the, I mean, you remember, what was that lady's name? Faith. It was Faith, Faith right? Yeah. Yes. Faith grew up and her dad was like everything. He yeah. was, he was the, uh, you know, the one that talked to her about puberty and, and, uh, and her menstrual cycle. He was the one who. Yeah, that was deep. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's clear that it's not impossible to raise a child, you know, being, being a father and a mother at the same time. Yeah. But it's just very taxing. It requires Ooh. a whole lot more from you. And, uh, you, I mean, I remember there were some times where my mother would feel like, shucks, man, like, I can't, I can't be both. Come on. Do you know, part, <laughs> it, yeah. it really, it really, no, it's true, man. it really does, uh, take quite a, quite a, a hefty toll, toll on a person. On you. Mm. But you know, it's, um, I hear what you guys are saying, you guys are 100% right. And, uh, I, you honestly, up, honestly, no, no, honestly, I want to throw another spanner in the works. But yeah. before I do this, before I do that, let's, um, let's take a quick break. I have a big company with many sites across Africa, each needing a hefty investment in hardware and software. And it's such a waste. So many resources are unused for most of the month. You need MTN Business Cloud powered by Microsoft technology. Our scalable solution enables you to manage your infrastructure, which allows you to buy exactly what you need. With a footprint covering over 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. And just like that, welcome. <laughs> to the new world of gentlemen by choice. <laughs> All smooth, buddy. Smooth. So, so listen. What you guys are saying is 100 percent true, and and you're right. It is a vicious circle, circle really, or a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. My only issue is, and I was actually with Lele. Lele actually said this to me the one time. So, with some girl, and um, uh, I don't know who I was talking to, him, but this girl has issues, right? Yeah. And Lele's point was that um, I was like, the next guy she dates, right? Because obviously now, <laughs> if you have daddy issues, <laughs> that needs to be undone. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
and and um if you get in and if if you're with a guy right you're going to display certain characteristics that need to be slowly changed or help yeah. you through that mm-hmm. my question is where's the hypothetically speaking right let's say like you get into a relationship with this Hot chick, let's call her Amy, right? Beyonce. All right, call cool. Amy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's call her Amy. And Amy has daddy issues, right? Yeah. Um, is it fair on you to be subject to, um, to be subject? I mean, because you're gonna be, you're, you're typically gonna be the the counselor, the person mm. you need to undo all of that. Yeah. Is it fair for you to be put in that position? Because literally, I was talking to Lele, and Lele was like. And you know me, like if I, I know say, you. if I'm yeah, like, you're heartless. I'm like, I'm over this. Like, I'm over this. And I, was, I you just, no, but I, here's I five thousand rand. Go fix yourself and come back. That's <laughs> yeah. You. Come back to me in a year. Come back to me when you're fine. When yeah. you're right. No, but listen, cause <laughs> I, I asked this question. <laughs> I asked this question because I was just, I was really frustrated. And yeah. and Lele was like, you know what? The truth of the matter is, um, she didn't deserve it, and neither do you. Yeah, that's very. So true. it's another thing of like, when do you put yourself before somebody else? Could, all right. Cool. To answer that, first of all, you can't choose your family, but you can yeah. choose your partner. Yeah. So when you choose her, if you chose her, you actually found out who she was. And after seeing everything, you still yes. said, I'll I invest. want this person. Like, so now that you've said that, yeah. you must take her as she is. You must take her with all the baggage she has. And you, you can say, no, I'll, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll fix it together. we uh, you know, I will love yeah. you until it's beautiful. It's outside. unconditional, bro. You yeah, can't, you can't have th- clauses in the in the marriage that say no. You can't be like this <coughs> Actually, type of. Actually, no, 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 no. Nah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because <laughs> okay. still carrying on. I mean, I mean, if you think of even the vows, they would like, yeah, um, for richer, for poorer, for in, in, in good and times and in bad, in sickness, sickness and, and in health. health. Now, in sickness and in health means in mental sickness and in health too. You know. It doesn't just mean in coughing times and in non-coughing times. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if she feels like, if she's got a sense of depression sometime because of, you know, daddy issues, as you'd like to call them, mm. you still need to be like, you know what? I chose you. So I'm going to stick by you no matter what, because I chose you. So, cause, so, I mean, you need to amend the way you think, listen, cause yeah. if you're just going to go for Amy cause she's hot, she might just get a scar across her face, not be so hot anymore, and you might want to leave. And what but, are you gonna? But, 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 but hold on, guys. No, but wait, no. Like yeah. on the real, <laughs> on the real, like you need to realize the beauty on the outside fades. Let's no, no, let's I, I agree lie. with you. I agree with you. So uh, listen. So let's, are let's, you let's willing not, to sacrifice yourself let's, for let's somebody else? Sixty percent of the ladies. What? Sixty percent of the ladies after marriage gain weight. Like they just <laughs> get <laid>. So <laughs> you you marry that Instagram body that six months down the line is not even. Anymore. Late for You're you. like, I didn't sign up for this. Why did you so, stop going to the gym? <laughs> so you, I mean, then you're like, I get it. You got comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, okay. Let so, her so, body go. Hold on, so <laughs> what you guys are saying is hundred percent true, right? But I'm gonna let me tell you where I'm coming from, yeah. right? Okay. I have I have a fundamental issue, right, with how um let's say I with how people handle themselves. Okay. Right? You are you, right? We're not a team. You are you, even in a football team, right? Okay. We, we play as a unit, but everybody they're has their Lionel position. Messi and, okay. They're yeah. still Messi. They're okay. still Ronaldo. My issue is that, you see, everything we're doing right now, mm-hmm. I'm not working this hard, right? 
said I can. <laughs> I'm laughing so. because it goes back to Wes's Reacher and what, what that nonsense yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not nonsense, Baba. That is a philosophy. It goes back to that because for me, right, we have to be on the same level. We need to understand each other, yeah. right? And like, like we know this, millionaires hang out with millionaires. Yeah, billionaires hang out with billionaires. Some so some of those millionaires are a bit depressed on the inside, that's but that, that no, that that's okay. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying is that um, there are different different caliber of people. They exist. Yeah. We're not the same. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And we're not working this hard so that we can get into some long-term investments or relationship <laughs> with someone that hasn't been working equally as hard. We all have issues. This but, is my yeah. problem. But no, it, no, hold on, hold on. Okay. We all have issues, right? Yeah. yeah. I need to be able to solve my issues yeah. as mm. a person, right? So, uh, so have the character to say, I can go home and settle everything. Yeah, mm. I, I feel you, Lissacho. Sorry for interrupting, but yes. I need to interrupt right now. Interject. <laughs> yeah. Boy. So you keep on saying that I am an individual. When you get married, Baba, there's no I in marriage, my my God. There is no I. There is no I in team. Yeah, but there's me. (laughs) 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 Yes. Okay, but wait, listen. No, it's not me. It's reverse. It's M. Yeah, yes. you lying. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. that kind of that kind of <laughs> had me for like ten seconds yeah. until I thought about it. And it's not you're even lying. nice to each other, bro. Jeez, you're dyslexic. That's yeah. what you are. Yeah. But but listen, listen. You when you when you're going for a go or you're with a go, yeah. you need to remember that it's not about you anymore. If you you was I said it, you choose, and when you choose her. And you've chosen now. Don't think all of a sudden that, hey, now there's conditions. All I'll the- never, ever change my mind. Right. Do you know that song? Yeah, you can't anymore. You can't. Yeah. It's so, so, so let me put it this way. So we know that mathematically, right, not everyone's going to get married. We yeah. know this. We know that in South Africa, divorce rates have risen by 60%. Right? Jeez, 60%? Yeah, 60%. Shit is going oh, down. Oh, man, down it's hard. the TV, man. I think I blame it on TV. Yeah. No, I knew Sin Carabo and you saw the Tama Khale Challenge. Wow. <laughs> How many oh. times? <laughs> Once? Twice? <laughs> Three times, Tao? <laughs> Actually, the funniest one for me was when, when Tao was like, Once? Twice? And then they cut to Jacob Zuma. 720... <laughs> Listen carefully. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Oh, and seventy. <laughs> so, so no. But back to back to serious serious points. Trying to yeah. trying to help you out, Jelisiko. Go for it, bro. When you're going for that goal and you've chosen, you need to realize that you must choose wisely first of all. Yeah, because and be if picky. you don't, yeah, you have to be picky. Don't settle for. You have to, yeah. honestly, I think I don't know who said it. Uh, I don't know if it was Chris and Suzanne Styles or something. It probably was. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they don't said settle. they said don't settle first of all. And when you pick, be selfish. When you pick before you get married, be selfish. It's okay to be selfish before you're married, mm-hmm. so that you make sure you make the right choice for you. Because after yeah. you make that choice, it's you late. can't. Then make you a can't be selfish anymore. So can I ask now? Because um, you remember we had Ria on the show like yeah. a while back, right? So she has uh, a philosophy. This she says that your twenties must be your most selfish years That's of your true. life. Mm, mm, you mm, must work mm, on yourself mm, and be a proper person. Yeah. Which then begs the question because I go on Facebook now and everybody's getting married. I think it's our wife sort of achievement Like okay <laughs> Wow Ten clap for you Yeah But anyway What's the rush then? Why are you 
why are you younger than 25 and getting married? Okay, well, I think it's your own personal choice. Maybe, maybe marriage is the ultimate destination for them. For me, marriage is not the ultimate destination, but it's gonna be it's like, stop. it's the springboard to take me further. That's what marriage yeah. is gonna do. Like, yeah, but they, they mean, let's just be honest. There's so many girls now, like age 23, 24, that are just like hinting marriage all no, the time. You can't have, no, listen, I, I actually counsel you can't have a 10 minute conversation you. with a girl, right? Mm. Even if you just met and marriage doesn't pop up in the clip. Yeah. Yeah, they are so ready, but are they really ready? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's. Are they, I think they're ready for the wedding. Like yeah. that's yes, what they want for the wedding. Yeah. yeah, the whole party and everything. The weddings yeah. lasts a few hours. What happens Ish. after that? But you know, there's a whole thing. Uh, women mature faster than men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. What? But yeah, because apparently, because like apparently, they were like saying there should be like a five year gap between yourself and the person you marry. So oh, yeah? it should be like five years. Really? The girl oh. should, yeah, the girl should be five years younger than you. How do you feel about that, Lissahun? Well, my wife's not born yet, so I don't know. I don't oh know. my goodness! I don't know how to oh, you're gonna be a. He's oh looking for gosh. a Kanyimbao, you know. He's on that level. Yeah. When, he, when, that Hugh when you're like 60, then she's like 28. She's like, hey, marriage. Hey guys, hint, hint. Love is love, guys. Let's not judge it. Love is love. Love is love. That's so no, deep. but this is intentional love. This no, is no, no, no. Love is love, guys. So let's, let's not judge it. So you're are you willing it. to to be one man until uh, you? She's, she's not born yet, but like, what do you mean, though, guys? I'm, I'm just messing around. Please so you're gonna be like, like I'm 50, don't take me you'll be fifty and she'll be twenty-five, something like that. I wouldn't know, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, something around there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. mm. so still quite a gap. Eh? That's like, a huge gap. So you're gonna marry her when she's like what twenty-three? Is she gonna finish my trick? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, though. Like, will you will you take a take uh, a? <laughs> she's done and, then, and then she'll come home to her husband like, oh my. My lecture today is so nasty. That's so dramatic. Psycho test <laughs> engineering week. I don't think you like, want you know, that drama. Eh? Just yeah. drop out. I'll pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no one, no one at that age, no one needs that type of drama. And Lesejo couldn't do that because he said earlier that she must work just as hard as I do. Yeah, so, like how? So he's not gonna deal with a drama queen like it's. Yeah. Like, no, no. What, what, what level of work will have? Will a twenty? 22 year old have done I mean you're 50 Obviously Yeah you, you know millionaires Hang on with millionaires Unless you're gonna date someone Whose dad is a millionaire Which is what Debunge is doing now But his girlfriend is a is the, What Daughter yeah, of a billionaire So Debunge Left yeah, uh, Bonang yeah, but it seemed like girl. it seemed like that girl was in the picture long before. Yeah, is it? So Bonang was never really. A it seems like Bonang was a side chick. Sad to Ish, say, Bonang, it's Mara. sad to say. Like that's what I understood of that story. And Ish. I really wanted to say something profound. <laughs> you got to me off a whole Why different tangent. Like, yeah. Did, did, uh, does anyone know how what type of family life Bonang had? Like dad was dad in the life? I would love to know because, that. Because I mean side chick for AKA, side chick for Debunge. Yeah, it's kinda it awkward. Is a bit it's kinda funny. awkward. But she's doing well for herself outside of the relationship side. But yeah. let's that we need to actually find that out. We and it's all, but you also find that in a lot of spheres, um so even in corporate, usually when guys do really well in something, there's something that always slacks. It's that whole balance thing. Mm. And it happens everywhere. So you'll find a guy, let's take footballers. They're the classic example. Yeah. You can be a brilliant footballer. And then like you tell this guy has like three different kids from three different mothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's that, it's that whole yin yang thing that's. It balance, Baba. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I remember when we had that chat with, uh, with Timothy Maurice, where he said actually what, what we are as people three is bodies, three right? different bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's the first body, which is, you know, the spiritual. That's the inside that that's the, v- 
um, values and all that yeah. stuff. The second body is, you know, the physical appearance, how you dress and how people perceive you. Mm. And then your third body is your PR body. And he said, I mean, unless these three are in perfect harmony, you'd always find that there's something this person is lacking. So it's really important to just have all three of them balance and then take on life yeah. in a balanced way. So, you, so, know, you know what? Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. I just, it just, Got back to me right now. You know, this whole show we've been talking about what we've learned this year. Like we've learned a lot in this. It's been a year. Shucks. It's been a year. It's been amazing. I mean, last last year around this time we had the show called Study Break right here, Cliff Central. Mm. We're still trying to find our feet, Nyana. You know, it's 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 interesting because we we're pretty much doing a bit of a reflection now, just looking at everything that we've learned, and that's the great thing. You know, I I think I remember, um, I think, uh, maybe about. A few months, maybe two months into the show, and I was thinking, "Yo, look at these remarkable people we have here every single time." You know, they say that you you're the average of the people that surround yourself with, and I mean, if every week I'm surrounded by these type of people yeah, and I have these good. type of exactly. con- con- conversations, you're I'm good. gonna become somebody proper. You know, yeah. I, I was so excited at that prospect of learning every single week yeah. from people who have done amazing things. You know, and yo, so that's that's what I like about the show. I mean. We all, um, whether sometimes you're just listening or sometimes you hit us up on WeChat or even on Twitter, we all part of, you know, this tribe of superstar Star leaders. leaders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, as we always engage in proper constructive conversations, you, you go into the week and you think about it and you're like, wow, ah, interesting stuff. I'm going to apply that. I actually met a guy at Tux. I, I'm just, I'm so bummed that I never asked his name and he just stopped me and he said, Hey man, uh, you wears, alright? I'm like, yeah, I listen to your show, man. You guys are doing well. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. That's thanks. humbling stuff. And I think he's you. listening right now. So SO to you, brother. You should tell me your name. Just hit us up on, on Twitter or something and just tell me, tell us what your name is. But yeah, I, I, I love that, you know, we've got, this tribe of really cool people that always listen in. Mm. These are the people that help us to get into top 10. These are the people that, you know, that uh, cry with us when we have sad stories to tell about Dineo's um, upbringing and, and the, the lady of South Africa that might be going through that type of stuff. They laugh with us when we, when we talk about Dragon Ball Z t-shirts that Lesejo rocks to Cliff Central parties. Where's this having a reflection (laughs) session? I understand. I'm listening to you reflect now. And the only thing that's going through my mind is, Hypothetically speaking, um, is everyone here going to get married? Ah, uh, no, I, I know I'm going to get married. I'm like going to get married. I don't think Wiz yeah. is going to get married, but okay. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no I, I know Wiz is going to get married. Yeah. I, I want to see her. Like yeah. the day Wiz comes, like, oh, okay, guys, I'm going to get married. I you'll wanna, know, you'll know. I'm going to take her out to the most expensive restaurant I can find in Joburg. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to get her onto a table. And I'm going <laughs> to look at her. I was going to look at her for at least like a He's going to try and find minutes. something wrong. He's going to try. Uh, and I'm going to try to find something wrong. And I I'm like, knew okay, it. What's your name? And then she'll say her name. Like, okay. So like, tell me about you. And then I will, <laughs> I will listen so attentively. <laughs> so attentively. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, cool. Now her teeth are fine. She has <laughs> no, we're good. No, we're good. We're solid. We're solid. Her jaw. Wait, is her jaw okay? Is her teeth? jaw okay? What? No. Does she have a funny nose? No. Is her nose too big or something? Uh-huh. I Does don't she know. have an eyebrow out of place? <laughs> an eyelash? Like what? Oh, okay, no, she's good. Okay, no. Good. Watch, bro. Watch. We'll, Guys. We'll get back to this podcast in a few years. 
and we'll reflect. You know what's going to be even worse? I want to know who Lil is going to marry because Arctic is going to go through so many hurdles. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We're going to abuse him. I don't know who you are, but Omar, we're going to go in on you. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are, huh? Think this is funny money? Pull up shit, nigga. Get out of here for real, man. For real. Look at oh, Lele. She's, she's laughing outside the window. Like, I think she's rolling on the floor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Wait, you said that you wanted to tell us your low light. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I see we still have you a, know, little a little bit, bit, a little yeah. bit of time. Yeah. Um, I, sh- I actually think we're going to need a proper show for this section. And I'll, I'll probably try to bring in and rope in some people as well. You know, growing up, I mean, I grew up in the whole Afrikaans community. Uh, I was the only black kid in the class. Yeah. And, you know, it, it has always been, there, there's actually some interesting stuff. There's like a, a, an underlying racism that people get taught from that young age. And I was part of the guys that were getting taught that stuff. And, uh, we didn't really understand it as racism at Wait, the time. You mean in, in school or? Yeah, in or, school. Yeah. In school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In school. And I mean, what, I mean, what was happening is, I mean, I had a multiracial school, right? So, yeah. um, the one class is Afrikaans, the other class is English. Obviously, yeah. the English class is like 100% black until, you know, <laughs> only like at around grade seven, there's that one English kid who's white that comes to the English class, but normally they go to private schools, those type mm, of kids. Yeah. So now this was the, the, the mix. I mean, the English class predominantly had black kids and the yeah. Afrikaans class predominantly had Afrikaans white kids. And, um, I was now that exception, but you know, Interesting thing is, I mean, the teachers would be really relaxed as to, you know, how they converse with the kids. And sometimes they'd even forget that, hey, there's a black kid in this class. You yeah. know, they would just say the things they would normally say even at school, <laughs> at, at home. And, you mm. know, because they don't see you as black anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's also kind of yeah. true. Eventually, yeah. they stopped seeing me as black. And um I'll mention a couple of key things that, that would pop up as underlined racism or even like brutal, hardcore, in your face racism. Um, the first was, um, now the, the, sub, the subtle stuff was, um, the teacher would say things like, we must behave and we must be suit. And suit means like you're quiet and you know, you, you're mm. a proper kid. Munis was the English class, obviously. So don't be like the kids in the English class. And who's in the they're English rowdy, class? they're yeah. loud yeah. and what. So we were always taught, look, you're better than the kids in the English class. Don't be like the kids in the English class. Yeah. So there was always that comparison is, be better than those guys. They, those guys are, uh, are not as good as you are. Mm. You guys are more disciplined. In fact, interesting privileges that we had. I, I had some white privilege growing up. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, let's say break time is at, um, let's say break time is at 10, right? We would take break at 10 to 10, like the, the Afrikaans mm. kids, and we would sit in front of the class, share a broiki with all the kids and mm. stuff like, who, Vietnam broiki vandaag black child raises his hand. Viet broiki for home. And then, yeah. you know, everyone's sharing, and it was always like nice and peaceful, tranquil vibes. And, you know, the only at 10, Everyone now comes out, meaning that the English classes also yeah. come out. Yeah. Obviously, not all the Afrikaans classes had this 10, 10 minute earlier yeah. thing, yeah. but we, it was just some of the perks that I would see quite on a regular. Yeah. There were other things as well. I think we should leave this for a new show because I think so too. this, so we, we're going to try maybe have that, that topic of how hardcore has racism been for the, for the new, 
um, the new starts, you know, the guys who were the first ones to arrive into this whole I think multiracial I, environment. I think I also have stuff to share from yeah. that. You know, you get labeled such funny things in high yeah. school and primary school. Yeah. I mean, I was labeled a coconut back in the yeah. day just because I had white friends and all that. But hey, man, we'll mm-hmm. get back into that in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So now we have a lovely topic for, for the future. This is like underlined <laughs> racism. So go back, go think. It's gonna be real. And, uh, you reflect. know, share, share some of your stuff as well. Like, what were some of the, the hardcore things that used to happen to you? In fact, next week you can prepare a voice note and just send that to us, even on WeChat as well. I know WeChat allows you to send voice notes as well. Mm-hmm. So you literally just, um, while you're listening to the show, you can, uh, on the Cliff Central app, I mean, uh, let's say you're not on the app, but on the on WeChat, you can literally write message to show, and then uh, it will now just yeah. say, okay, what message you want to put in. Okay. Then you can hoy a voice note, and then yeah, man, we yeah, can we get play, to, yeah. we can get to play that, or you can actually even call in. So mm-hmm. next next uh, next, uh, hopefully it will be the next week. We'll have some really really good stuff to share. Mm. Yeah. Cool stuff. Lovely but, throw um, forward. If 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 you're one of those kids that was in uh, Wizards class and you don't understand why <laughs> the black kids were getting all rowdy, yeah, because of this. Gentlemen by choice on cliffcentral.com.